0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.
1: Bonjour et bonsoir. C'est Simon. Simon means Simon in French. If it's the first time you're joining me and uh, the show, bienvenue, welcome. Uh, Before we get to your questions, you may or not know yet that uh, I started four years ago to be a a volunteer coach for ping pong for youth in detention all over the Midwest, especially in the state of Ohio. And... um, I drive, take road trips to meet superintendent, uh, correction officers, and then we discuss, you know, uh, the program. And I must say, you know, I of this job at night, uh, the purpose of, of helping kids that have taken the wrong way uh, is something that I devote myself a lot and, and will do even more in the future. So um, that's kind of my philosophy, you know, do good, feel good. And um, sharing is caring. Anyway, enough about me. Back to you. You questions are next. Any questions about your relationship, call me now, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Michel. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Michel. What's up tonight? How can I help you?
2: So I have a question in regards to, like, ghosting. I dated somebody for almost a year, and he has recently ghosted, just disappeared.
1: So you haven't heard from him at all?
2: No, but oddly enough, he drives by my house often.
1: So you were dating somebody for 11 months and then out of the blue the guy goes to you, disappear on you. Yes. How did that make you feel?
2: Terrible. <laughs> like uh confused and I don't understand it.
1: I uh, yeah, it's uh, was there a fight before that? Was there an argument? Was there something like really No, hot I didn't
2: very very well. <laughs>
1: Something is is strange. So you never reached out to that after? Did you reach out to him?
2: I'm stubborn. I haven't, no.
1: And he hasn't either? No. Okay. Well, listen, uh, there's nothing you can do. It's too late right now. Um, All you can do is keep your distance. And you don't want to be, anyway, you don't want to be with a guy who ghosted you. So I'm sure you don't want to go back to somebody who hurts you feeling like this and acting like that. Right. You know, I think the best is to, to move on and, um, and and you know, some people, we just can't explain why. and you know, I'm not a shrink. All I know is when somebody ghosts, you have to ghost back. That's what you got to do. So, he ghosts on okay. you, you ghost on him. Okay. All right. So, that's my yeah. advice. Avoid any contact now. It's too late. And um, whatever his reason is, this guy is a jerk. You don't ghost on people unless you're afraid of yeah,
2: them. It's very so. weird. He Like, I was leaving for work. Um, the other day and when I'm pulling out of my driveway, I saw him right there. So he's in the driveway. No, he was outside of my driveway. I live on like a fairly busy area and I yeah. saw him in his car and he kind of threw his arm up to like make it so I couldn't see his face, but I saw it. So I don't know. So
1: weird, well,
3: but he doesn't have, uh, yeah.
2: doesn't have the guts to say anything. So, and I'm too proud to.
1: Good. No, listen, I admire your your strategy of the distance. All right, sorry that happened, Michelle. Good luck to you and stay strong. Thank you. Coming up, I want to discuss the matter of of ghosting in depth next. So, and it's a shame, Michelle, my last caller, dates a guy for a long time, and the guy decides to ghost on her like out of the blue, no explanation, even though he drives by her house, but hides his face, not good. So let's start by this. Do you believe there is a situation in which you are authorized morally to ghost? I can see a few reasons. When you are afraid physically for your life or um, and you have to hide, hide 100%, of course. With all so the crazy people out there, sometimes you have to. Option number two, it's because you repeated yourself, and the person doesn't want to admit that, you repeated yourself over and over about why you want to break up. And you've had enough explanation that explains but finally what does it do to the partner when you ghost let's let's talk about that i want to share a personal experience next so have you ever been ghosted on i have i have never ghosted on anyone for the record men have made mistakes Mistakes I'm ashamed of, mistakes I'm embarrassed about, mistakes of the youth, mistakes of selfishness. But ghosting is, no, I like to have a last conversation. So but what happens when somebody ghosted me? I think one of the biggest frustrations is to have this the situation of you don't know why. I, I, I prefer to hear just, it's over, all right. But the ghosting, unless you, you are afraid for your life or afraid for your physical well-being or mentally well-being, it creates a major problem. The person who's being ghosted on, so be careful not to play with that. And it's better to speak out. So keep that in mind, because I think there's a lot of that by fear, by lack of wanting to explain, or just simply because it's you know it's obviously it's it's easy to do. You just disappear. But I've been the one receiving on the receiving end of that, and it's not pleasant. So I think ghosting should be only in case of for your own safety, psychologically or physically. You call the next. Bonjour, Lindsay.
0: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Lindsay. What's going on? How can I help you tonight?
0: I've been with my partner for about eight years, and Mm -hmm. I am wondering how to get him to be a little more intimate with me.
1: What do you mean by that?
0: I just feel like we used to be a lot closer uh, in the bedroom, and I feel like now, you know, we're still close. We just don't have... That kind of spark.
1: You mean for the ulala?
0: For the ulala, yes.
1: <laughs> Famous ulala. When was the last time you had some wonderful, wild, and savage ulala with him?
0: Oh wow, I don't even remember.
1: You don't remember?
0: <laughs> no.
1: Oh, that's not good. So what is it that? Okay, let's talk about you. When you think about you, Pato, and ulala, give me exactly how does that make you feel right now?
0: <laughs> I feel butterflies. That's for sure.
1: And and he is, like, what, not into it, physically tired? What's the deal? Um,
0: I'd say physically tired.
1: Wait a minute. The guy is not in the mood at all, ever?
0: No. All
1: right. How long have you been with him? Uh, like eight years. All right. And uh, can you imagine the rest of your life with no ulala whatsoever and staying with him?
0: <laughs> no. Mm-hmm.
1: So then the question is either you talk to him and you say, listen, this is not going well and uh, we have to maybe see a couple of therapists or option B, we have to separate because I do not want to have a full life uh, with no passionate ooh for the rest of my life.
0: Yeah, it's a harsh reality.
1: It is, but you know, it, by the way, it happens to a lot of people uh, on long-term relationships. Um, when the spark is completely gone, There is simply no magic formula to bring it back. There isn't. I don't have a cliche formula to say, "Hey, Lindsay, you know what? Why don't you dress like this?" None of this work, because also I'm I'm a guy, and if I don't feel it and I've lost it, I just you know you can be my best friend, but I just don't want to allow it with you. And I know also women feel the same when they don't have it anymore. But I think it's great to have a last conversation and go from there.
0: That's good advice. Thank you.
1: You are welcome. Good luck to you, and remember. Who wants to spend the rest of their life with that good, wild, and savage ooh-la-la-la-la-la? That's right. Me, you know it. All right. Have a good night.
0: (laughs) Thanks, Simon.
1: Thanks, Lindsay. Coming up, we're going to go help Eric, who uh, sent me an email about his girlfriend and him. are about to get married. And Houston, they have a problem. Coming up next. So I got an interesting email at therendezvousshow.com from Rick who goes, Bonjour, Simon. My girlfriend just told me that if we get married, she doesn't want to take my last name, and that bothers me. So now, do I end the relationship before it gets to that point or not? Good question. I'll answer next. This is a question, and uh, if you're a woman listening to me, I'm sure you have an opinion about this. If you're about to get married, is it important for you, as a woman, to keep your last name and not even change it. Because that's the dilemma Rick sent me. His girlfriend told him she doesn't want to take his last name. He's wondering should he end the relationship. My advice to you, Rick, is to not be stubborn and let her be and choose to keep her last name. This is not 1900, this is 2021. Therefore, I'm all in favor of that. We have to evolve. Listen. God knows I'm a cake for many things and I have many issues, but we have to evolve and evolution is to change things a little bit. And so that's the way it goes. We men have the right to keep the last name. It's not against you, Rick. Listen, at the end, no matter what last name or no last name, change the last name or don't change it, you're going to be dead, me included. So enjoy your lovely girlfriend and don't even worry about the name problem anymore. Enjoy life. Call the next. Bonjour, Travis. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What's up? How can I help you tonight?
4: Yeah, so uh, I've been dating this uh, lady for a while and um, I'm getting the sense that I am a little like too messy for her, um, that I'm just wondering like how I get her because I feel like she's way more organized and kind of cleaner than I am and I I feel like I'm constantly picking up my stuff and just kind of like. I don't know if she's annoyed by that or or just kind of wondering what I should do or how I get her to, like, accept that part of me. Or if I need to be cleaner, I just don't know what to do.
1: So you feel she's more neat than you? Neater? Is that what it is? Yeah,
4: way more neat, way more, like, kind of, you know, specific and organized than I am. Okay. How does that make you feel? I mean, it makes me feel like I'm kind of like a pig or just like really messy because um Mm -hmm. i feel like sometimes she looks and like i'm doing something or i'm doing like a project or something and i just i'm not doing it like the way she would want to do it or
1: something Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um now how much do you love this this girl i really love her so between losing her and picking up your own clothes and making the house neater what's the choice uh, it would be her. <laughs> right. I mean, it's always, you know, what's the most important to you. You're could you you totally entitled to say, you know what, Simon, I don't want to put my clothes away like this, too much pressure. I need to find somebody more laid back. And I would understand. But if you tell me you don't want to lose her and you love her, I said pick up your clothes and make an effort and she'll be very happy. Yeah, you're right. And Travis, don't forget this quote. Happy wife... Happy life. (laughs) You know it, so keep that in mind. Thank you so much. You know what to do, Travis. Pick up your clothes, make it nice. She will make your life delightful. Thank you so much, Simon. You got it. You have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye. Coming up, we're going to try to help Amanda, who left me a voicemail. That's next. So Amanda left me a voicemail with a question. Take a listen.
0: Bonjour, Simon. This is Amanda.
2: Um, I am having trouble kind of being successful in the dating world because what happens is I have this little weird phobia or sort of aversion to watching people that I just meet eat. And so, like, we'll go out to a restaurant or something and I'll just immediately lose interest. And it happens every time so I hope you can help me because this really gets in the way of my my success in this area. Um, thank you so much, merci, and I will listen out for your answer.
1: Merci, Amanda. Thank you for the voicemail. Yeah, what do you do if you hate watching your dates eat? A good question. I'll answer next. So as you heard, Amanda left me a voicemail. She said she hates watching her dates eat. What can I do about it? Well, i tell you what. My advice would be go see a therapist and develop how does that make you feel because I understand the phobia but you can't date and be with somebody and not watch them eat. So, um, this is something deeper than just, you know, if it's just one person, it's one thing. If it's every time, why don't you just take an appointment with a wonderful therapist and develop on how does that make you feel and, you know, un the knot so you can have a relaxing love life, and when you go out to restaurant, not be disgusted or worried or lose the appetite per se. All right, that's my advice. You call the next. If you want to share something romantic that has happened to you, call my show, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Amélie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Amélie. Um, You have a romantic story you'd like to share on the rendezvous. I am all ears. Yes.
3: So my boyfriend and I had been dating for probably five weeks at this point, And mm-hmm. he planned a night at the like the drive-in movie theater. Mm-hmm. He put like a mattress in like the back of his suburban and he had made Italian food and had a bottle of wine and like a candle. And we watched The Land Before Time and it was just like really fun to just be like a kid again and uh, watch like a movie we had both grown up on. And when the movie was done, he looks at me like very seriously and has like this big speech planned um, all to say that he loves me. And I was like, oh, I love you, too. I said, I've been wanting to say it for weeks. Um, And Mm -hmm. he's like, I have been saying it for weeks. And I said, no, you just told me just now. He's like, every morning when I kissed you on your forehead, I've been whispering, I love you. And oh. I just thought it was really sweet that we've both been wanting to say it for weeks, but, you know, it was so fast. Like, it was such, like, a whirlwind courtship that at both of us were like, all right, are we being realistic right now? So I just thought it was sweet that, like, he had planned this whole evening with candle lights a car which was a terrible idea <laughs> just
1: to sweet.
3: say you know those three
1: words how did that make you feel
3: so special and like it didn't you know that was like one thing but he continues to do small things like that to let me know that he's serious about me and wants to like continue this so it's just mm-hmm. like an like those small little things i Like, really sweet.
1: Mm -hmm. Listen, it's those magic words, right? I love you. Je t'aime in French. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you very much, Mm -hmm. Amelie, and have a good night.
3: Thank you, Simon.
1: Hey, is it a red flag if the person you are dating has a rocky relationship with their own parents? We'll talk about that next. Hey, is this a red flag if the person you are dating has a rocky relationship with their own parents? I wanted to know what you thought. So always, I put it on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. 78% of you voted yes. 22% of you voted no. For me, I judge on the person themselves, not their parents. So no. Thank you so much for voting. Thank you for spending this late night with me. Merci beaucoup et bonsoir.
0: The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.